Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, we would have taken that at the start of the Champions League campaign, frankly. Welcome to Ramble Reacts. It is Wednesday, the 25th of October. My name is Pete Donaldson, and... Is that when I say my name? The Dushan Hunter Archer. We are here with another Ramble Reacts and uh, we're coming at you um, straight after uh, what has been a very entertaining game of football between Newcastle United and uh, and Borussia Dortmund. Newcastle uh, losing for the first time in the Champions League uh, for for the first time this season. Um, I mean, it was one hell of a match, really. I wasn't expecting quite so much decent, frenetic stuff in such difficult circumstances because it was absolutely tipping it down, Vish, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. I, I was um I was actually quite impressed because well, in a really old man way, I was quite impressed with the drainage at St James's Park, to be honest with you. I thought, you know, well done. Right, them. okay, what? Like so it's so so it although it's chucking it down, there was still some good um, football to be played. Exactly, very little to the groundspeople. Yeah, very little surface water. And actually at the start, mm. I know it was a bit basketball y and a bit back and forth at the start, but I thought Newcastle mm. were having the better of it and then it just kind of fell away. Obviously, the Isaac injury didn't help. And mm. I think Callum Wilson did pretty good yeah. when he came on, but he's 
doesn't stretch the player the same way. So suddenly you had he's a different footballer, isn't he? I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know that that's not necessarily a criticism mm. of him, but it felt like you were getting the most joy from basically doing to Dortmund what they were trying to do to you. Was there a sense, Vish, that uh, Newcastle smelt a bit of blood and they overcommitted and that's what drew Borussia Dortmund to score? Quite a tidy goal. I, I love it when uh, players kind of open their bodies up and kind of slot one home in the, in, in the far post. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know because I feel like um, Dortmund did brilliantly to get where they got to from where Newcastle were when you could instill it, I suppose, ultimately mm. through one man with um, Nico Schlotterbeck, but... You know, he, he mm. makes a tackle, he offloads the ball, he then makes the overlapping run and then plays the ball in first time. And it was like, well, mm. that's just really good, isn't it? I, I wouldn't necessarily say you were, <laughs> you were caught out, per se, but yeah, I did think in the lead up to that goal, there were moments where um, certainly Joe, Joe Linton and Gordon just took one too many touches on the ball and missed a few openings. And mm. Dortmund weren't doing that because Dortmund are just... You know they are just a better team, and they're a bit slicker, and they know the opportunities to actually play the pass. Whereas it felt like, and I suppose maybe this is something that Newcastle players are going to have to get out of their system when you're playing in the Champions League for the first time. But there were moments when it was nil nil where it felt like, you know, some of the Newcastle forward players were like, right now this is my turn to do my thing on the ball, and it was a not quite mm. Harlem Globetrotters, but it felt a bit more like. You know their beans were going, and they wanted to show. They, you know, they wanted to do something. They wanted to get a reaction from the crowd, and I think that mm. proved counterproductive. And and do you think that um, a lot of these players have been um, quite um, suitably um, flattered uh, in, in the way that they've uh, performed, and they've been flattered in the press, and and there's been a lot of uh, column inches written about how each of the um, players in Newcastle United squad have really contributed to, to, to how well Newcastle have been playing and the performances they've turned in and obviously they were coming off the back of a, a really solid um, 4-0 win against uh, Palace at the weekend. Is it just about that? Is it just about overcomplicating? Is it just about a slight uh, individual naivety in the Champions League for players who've probably never played there before? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think naivety is probably the right word for it. Um and but also like I, I kind of get it like you know your beans would mm. be going playing playing at St James's <laughs> Park where you know yeah. in the Champions League I mean that music gets me going when I'm sat at home so mm. I can't imagine what it'd be like what it'd be like to actually be out there but Pete you know did you get the sense that the crowd I, I thought the crowd was a bit quiet today did you get the sense that it's yeah. not so much I... it's not so much being ungrateful it's more the fact that like. You know, sometimes you can just feel a club step up and then it, the expectation steps up as well. And like it was almost like the PSG game was great. That was a lot of fun. You won first game back uh, with the mm. Champions League back and all that. And that, now that's gone. The novelty's already passed. Yeah, I, I think that there's certainly um, some elements of truth there. I was at the West Ham away match a couple of weekends ago and... Uh, yeah, I, I got the sense and and uh, that the that the um, Newcastle United fans and taking nothing away from them, they travelled all that way down to to uh, the east of the east side of uh, Stratford um, just to watch their football team play. I mean, it did seem a little bit flat, and I was there um, back end last season for the. Um, for the League Cup final, and it was flat there. And you know, you can have all of the flags in the world, but at the end of the day, um, if you uh, are famed for your support, uh, and on a night like this, 
on a rainy night like this and on a cold night like this, um, you can't get up for these performances. I think um, you, you kind of have to have to have a think about things a little bit. But it was, it, it, you're quite right. Um, expectations have sort of um, stepped up and uh, and the fans uh, are expecting a little bit more um, from the off. But I, I thought Newcastle played relatively well. I think they played better in spells than they did against PSG. It was a much more chaotic uh, match. It was a much more uh, difficult match to get, to get a hold of, simply because the conditions were so blooming awful. But it, I, I got the sense from Newcastle, they, they just thought, well, there's something we saw in the Dortmund-Milan match, like you can make mistakes against Dortmund and they don't always punish you. And Newcastle United, they made mistakes against Dortmund and they weren't punished for them. So like, that's absolutely fine. But when you've got Sabitza just countering like an absolute maniac, Nick Pope having to uh, pull off some really, really solid stops. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a couple of them were straight at him, but he had to do... It was like that um, uh, BBC uh, late-night kind of shiny floor uh, t- TV show where people have to contort themselves into bizarre shapes, but like on the spot, effectively. It was it was some lovely stuff. And, and Dortmund, they... they, they famously sort of build from the back and they love playing tidy stuff in the in yard box and Newcastle can be quick in transmission uh, transition rather but it's only kind of when Dan B gets to tuck in and 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 the right hand side Trippier gets to bomb on and stuff but it, Miggy was all over the place he was working really hard but got very little change out of uh, out of the defenders um I, I I think at the start of this Champions League run, Newcastle United would sort of go, look, if we're going to win one, we're going to draw one, uh, and we're going to lose one, um, I, th- I, th- I think they probably would have taken that, wouldn't they, Vish? Yeah, I reckon so. Like, I mean, Borussia Dortmund are a good side. You know, they're unbeaten in Bundesliga, hmm. which I think roughly translates to yeah. haven't played Bayern Munich yet. But they are good. <laughs> um, they are established. I think one of the... One of the noticeable things, um, just watching the two teams go at it, and it's something that we've already seen, to be fair, with the Milan, not so much with the Milan game, but certainly with the PSG game. Like Newcastle mm. don't really have a reason to actually fear these teams, and I was, I, I mm. quite like the fact that the match started on Newcastle's terms, and yeah, but for, you know, but for a couple of, you know, mistimed injuries, and you know, Joe Linton, I thought thought was like. He was kind of like the Joel Linton of old. It was like one good thing, one thing good, and two things bad. Um, mm. But yeah, like it, it, there was, you got to remember as well. Like the back, the, the that game finished with with Dortmund hanging on, and I didn't yeah. realize this until until maybe he was just covered in rainwater and in the op- in the opposition box. But Nick Pope in short sleeves looks very odd, doesn't he? <laughs> it looks very. I'm trying to think who kind of famously uh, donned the, the short sleeves in this weather. It just seems very. Uh, it just seems very. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, who's the Mexican goalkeeper used to wear his own mad clothes. Um, uh, George Jorge Campos. Campos. Yeah, yeah, Jorge Campos. Yeah, I think he. I think he. I think he always had quite billowy short sleeves. But you, you don't want to see it in this. Uh, uh, in, in this weather, do you, Vish? No, and it also makes him look like um, you know when you see those photos of you know eighteen year olds who went off to war. He looks a bit like that, doesn't he? <laughs> He's just like a bit. I bit mean, he was in a war today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did seem that way. But but yeah, like there was a. I think there was a serious point going into that. Um, but but yeah, you know, like mm. you hit you hit the bar, 
Um, Dortmund are scrabbling around in their own box. Even the reaction at the end of the game when the final whistle goes, they are, you know, off their feet, ecstatic. Obviously, because they haven't had a great, you know, they were bottom of the um, of the table mm. uh, going into this game. So, yeah, like it's, I don't know, as you said, you know, so let, let's have a look at the, like the table now is what? So mm. Newcastle are, th- are third, but you level on points with Dortmund and, and PSG is six. Like, sorry, yeah. ahead on six points. Like, that's a great place to be at the halfway stage of this. Massively. And and I think the uh, commentator um, sort of said <clears throat> tonight uh, on, on, on T uh, that um, the, the, this um, group has the all the indications that it's going to be one of those ones that's um, decided on the, uh, in the last uh, match uh, of the group. And that's what you want to see. Newcastle United are improving the Champions League by leaving it very late indeed. <laughs> um, it, it's It's... It, it, it has been a wonderful kind of journey so far and I hope Newcastle sort of go as deep as they possibly can but the games are going to come thick and fast uh, for, for that football team and we are losing players left, right and centre. Isaac and Wilson, I know Wilson's got um, uh, massive opinions about whether both of them can uh, exist, coexist on, on a football pitch with each other uh, but they do present very, very different um, styles of play, uh, I, I think it's fair to say, and and, and losing Isaac is a, is is a big loss. Um, I thought he looked a bit sharper than he did, um, uh, than he did in the last match in the Champions League, where he looked absolutely spent. Yeah, that was that was um, uh, Milan away, wasn't it? Mm. He looked cooked. Yeah. <laughs> also losing Murphy as well, who you know I feel I suppose has f- fulfilled different roles. Mm. Whether it's playing ahead of Trippier and almost doing Trippier a lot of defense, Trippier's defensive work for him, so that he mm. can be a bit more of a creator to yeah, to coming on and closing ga- closing out games and chasing lost causes. But I think mm. he's that looked like quite a bad shoulder injury, like. Beyond a dislocation, he, really he, la- he landed that, very but... heavily, and and you just hope that that's one of those one thing pop back in place rather than pop back in place and then uh, give <laughs> about five months worth of uh, uh, of R and R. But um, I, I mean, it's good to see like uh, Joe Willock coming on for the first time uh, this season for Newcastle United. He was such a um, a big a surprising a big player for for Newcastle last season, and I and I I think I always described him as being like a a perfect kind of seven out of ten player who bagged a load of goals and. Saved Steve Bruce's job and saved Newcastle United one season, but um, I think last season I think we we, we got the very best from that player, um, and he came on and he, he looked pretty tidy. Matt Target as well uh, on the pitch. I think Big Dan B. Is it time to sort of give him a bit of a rest? He he's he's not built for for left back, and uh, the, the 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 rise of Jamal Lascelles, um as a, a player that I did not see um, performing like he's performed tonight uh, in the Champions League. Um, I thought he, he looked pretty tidy. He's used to that kind of like backs to the wall, last gasp um, defending, kind of get your foot in at all costs kind of defending. Um, and I thought he's been playing really well the past few weeks. And, and again, it's another success story from players that um, the, the the manager um, uh, inherited from the previous guy and the one before that. It's it's an incredible <laughs> turnaround for some of these people. I remember you saying, um, I think it was that first half of the season with with Eddie Howe. Maybe, mm. It might not have been that deep, actually. It might have only been maybe a month into it. But you made the point of saying that, um, you know, it actually showed, you know, we, if, if we... <laughs> If we if you ignore where the money has come from just for a second, it, it show like it's nice the, though, isn't it? For a bit, yeah, just to, just just give us five minutes. Let us enjoy what I can enjoy, and then I can go back to saying but. All right, 
<laughs> if you just let me sit in this room for five minutes yeah. on my own. Just, yeah. just let me stroke the Fabergé egg for five minutes and then I'll put <laughs> it back and then you can shout at me for ten, all right? <laughs> But there was, but you you made the point of like look look with some investment whether that is players or also a coach who knows what he's doing mm. who isn't looking to hide behind many excuses then you can get something out of this and I suppose you know that latter point comes into effect here when you you know you, you mentioned Lascelles there um, I suppose someone like Murphy Willock to a point he's asked he was asked to do different things last year and he did them really mm. well and you're right you know he looked he looked. Good and at the same time rusty today. There were a couple of times yeah. where he was like, you know, if he was in full flow, he'd, you know, make some better decisions. He was making um, very safe decisions. I thought <laughs> just laying the yeah. ball off where where before he would have actually tried to attack the player play a little bit. So, so Pete, do you envisage dipping into not you personally, but do you envisage <laughs> um, those people who did provide the money? Are they going to dip? Do you reckon they'll dip in the, into their pockets in January, especially for example, if you are. You know, let's you know touch with you in the Europa. But if you're mm. into the last last stages of the Champions League, do you reckon they'll, you know, that you'll I, spend I mean, a bit I, in in January? I think if they can uh, make a, a, a an excuse that they've balanced the books, obviously they're bringing in another. Um, I think a, an airline um, sponsor. Um, I think that does that, this one that, have that planes? Was... Yeah. What What do you mean? Like they don't? They don't? Did they not? Did they say they didn't have planes or something? Yeah, I think when it started, they didn't have any planes. They didn't have any planes. The first airline, yeah. This is quite tricky, isn't it? Because I guess anyone can start a, 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 an airplane company, because that's what they call them, airplane companies, <laughs> uh, and, ju- and just kind of rent them for a bit. But, I mean, you do need more infrastructure than just owning a few planes, surely. I remember when I was a, when I was old enough to have an email address and I started 10. I got myself 10 email addresses. You started addresses. 10 email addresses because they were free. I, yeah, and I thought it was the yeah. coolest thing in the world. Right. Like, any any particular have... highlights? Any really offensive ones? Songs you'd rather people didn't think you liked back then? Or no, all the same, all under the same name. Because mm. um... <laughs> a lot of my a lot of my handles were like Brand Van Three Thousand and, and Big Me, the Foo Fighters song. I mean, that was like uh, yeah, yeah. going deep back in the day. <laughs> no, no, I wanted people to know it was me. <laughs> I want them to know where you get this email from. You'll get this email from Vicious V one eight seven. Vicious V one eight seven. Fantastic. Did you ever um, frequent the chat rooms, Vish? Did you ever even uh, call some track? Because I I used to go into sexy chat rooms, um, pretend I was really up for like cybering, uh, and then I'd go, "You're all dickheads!" Ah! And then everyone would try and kick me out, and I'd be going, and then I'd pretend that. I'd left the room and my naughty little brother had done it. I don't have a naughty little brother. I don't have a brother. Um, had popped in and, and written some foul things in my sexy chat room. And then I would make them trust me again. And sort of go, we sort of go, okay, right, fine. No, don't let your little brother near the thing because this is a private chat room. And I go, you fucking dickheads! Adventures in chat rooms in 1998. So you basically did, you know, that American show to catch a predator, but you just flipped them off and ran away. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Take a seat. Fuck off, come on. No cookies for you, dickhead. They always got cookies, didn't they? But, I mean, look, I thought that was a, I thought that was a really fun football match. And if you can't enjoy a football match like that, you can't enjoy much at all, to be quite frank. You get no cookies for you, yeah. Get no cookies for you. Um, the, the big story um, coming into this match was um, was Tenali. I mean, 
he potentially wouldn't have played anywhere because you know I think Eddie Howe is finding it quite difficult um, to kind of get him in the side uh, at the moment, playing as they are. Um, I, I think he's he's happy to kind of have that kind of quite stodgy. I use the word stodgy every week on on the podcast, but he likes to kind of like pack the midfield. Um, and Tonali's just not been finding a lot of joy uh, here and there. Um, but it sounds like that will be his last football match his last ball kicked uh, for some time in Newcastle United colours um, or, or, or otherwise um, and a lot of the news out of Italy says that um, um, Newcastle United may very well begin some kind of legal wrangle with uh, with, with, with Tonali's previous club um, surmising that um, that they potentially could have known uh, something about it uh, what's not of a discussion uh, sounds like Tonali will be training the club but they won't be paying his wages so it, it's interesting how that's going to uh, pan out how that's going to affect the manager, the squad kind of harmony. You do sort of think um, it's 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 an interesting interesting dynamic having a player at your training ground training with the with with the team um, when you are not actually paying um, any part of his wages as per the clauses that are apparently uh, in Tenali's uh, Tenali's um, contract. It's it's an interesting one, isn't it, Vish? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, I mean, it, I suppose it's sad, is what it is. I mean. Yeah. Just from the the very nature of you know the um, I, I suppose the the investigation and the nature of his ban the the fact that it's around these bets that he's placed that he clearly has a bit of a problem well mm. not not a bit of a problem sorry that's underselling it but it's clearly something that he needs help with and I suppose mm. if you look at the way Brentford handle are handling really the Ivan Tony thing about making sure he doesn't feel isolated getting mm. him in. To the group, I'm not entirely sure what the pay situation is there, but the, you know, I, I'm a bit. It's a bit alarming how quickly the conversation jumped from concern over the person to to right. Um, let's let's get the contract out and see see basically how we can insulate ourselves from mm. all this. And mm. maybe that's me just being a bit, um, you know, blissfully ignorant about the way of the world and the way that football works in particular, mm. but. Yeah, that's all. Even even just the the idea that AC, AC Milan would have sent him on his way because they didn't want it to be their problem that they thought they could make a quick buck out of it. And conversely, Newcastle thinking that they've been wrong because mm. oh, we didn't know this guy was damaged goods. Like a lot of the conversation around it is is pretty icky to be Quite honest. Quite toxic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think. The Premier League in particular, um, I, I realise he's, he's just kicked a ball in, in a Champions League um, group stage match, but like the, the Premier League is um, quite a clean league uh, in this respect and, and, and it's respected around the world for for, for, for that, I think. Um, and the Premier League obviously has to, um, has to sort of um, uh, come down quite hard and, and, and quite swift and, and quite quick uh, in situations like this because if they start to lose a bit of that and they start to lose they start to hear of these stories where uh, players are betting on football matches in the Premier League in which they're involved in uh, no matter you know which way you're, you're, you're kind of betting for or against stuff um, it, it's going to be a big problem and it's going to cost the Premier League in, 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 in the back pock and that is uh, a thing that the Premier League um, will not stand for um, quite <laughs> apart from yeah. any of the, uh, yeah. the moral quandaries uh, left, right, and centre. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see how this one pans out. Uh, but but I think um, I speak for both of us and, and the football ramble that, that we're happy that he's um, getting the help uh, that he needs. The where are the matches taking place in the group stages of the Champions League? We're going to be talking about uh, the young boys, the, the 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 young boys against the men. Uh, next, <laughs> don't go anywhere. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the Football Ramble. It's the Football Ramble. It's a react show, and you are listening to us on the evening of the Newcastle United uh, Dortmund uh, 1-0 robbery, in our humble opinion. Myself and Vish, I'll speak for Vish on that one. Uh, elsewhere, though, uh, it was uh, Young Boys 1, Man City 3. Man City had a bit of a scare. Uh, Elliot um, chipped he- uh, Edison to make the game one all. What a beautiful chip against the runner play on a counter-attack just after Haaland had missed uh, and it was so quick even TNT couldn't get to their camera <laughs> positions in time to, to flick the switch and, and allow us to see the bloody thing. I like the idea that um, in a game like that they're like look when Man City have the ball mm. cameras are rolling when they're yeah. not like, if you if you want to go away for a few minutes if you want to yeah. change know, the batteries touch. then yeah give you have a yeah. scratch if you want to have a scratch have do it when scratch. they've got the ball yeah have, have a scratch, scratch. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he came, he came back, and <laughs> it's that great thing of um, like because I feel like I've watched a few games where it's happened, but mm. no one really knows how to react. The commentators, you know, they have a monitor near them, so they're like, they they're not necessarily commentating on the flow of play itself. They're commentating yeah. on the on the replay as it were, as you're seeing mm. it, even when the game's in when the ball's in play, still live, and it's. <laughs> 
It's when he's like, oh, he might score. Shit, he might score. Oh, he scores. Yeah. <laughs> this, I was not prepared for this. I don't really know who that is. What's going on? Yeah. Edison jumped as high as he could and he still couldn't get it. It's, have you kind of done like core comms in anything? Like in cricket? I guess cricket's a little fast, fast, slow, slow um, compared to, to, to a, an end-to-end kind of basketball or soccer match. Yeah, I, um, I've, done a, I've done cricket a few times like mm. on the domestic games where it's right. just on the radio. You don't necessarily have a... You wouldn't have a monitor there or anything like that. Mm. And also, importantly, very few people are listening. So, <laughs> do, do you ever... Have you ever made a noise or, like, you know, sipped your coffee or did a little Gary Neville scream or orgasm or anything like that that you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't necessarily enjoy... A person like me digging up the tips and playing them out on the ramble, for example. <laughs> no, I um, there was one time where I was actually commentating with a friend of mine who was mm. also a journalist, and we got given this news that was under embargo for about thirty minutes, basically, and it was pretty pretty big news. Right, and we kind of my mate uh, had his phone out and saw it on WhatsApp, yeah, and then started alluding to it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting, mm. and then switched off his mic, and then leant towards me to tell me what it was, not realising he was then speaking into my mic. (laughs) (laughs) Is the worst place to do a secret right into a microphone, Vish? It's one of the worst, I think. It's It's one of the worst. It's up there. Lovely stuff. In front of a live broadcast audience, I saw he's also saving the mic as well. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sort of leaned in and went, Beefy's been hacked. That's what I'm (laughs) thinking. That's what I'm thinking. That's my only cricket story. You won't believe what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a pretty um, a pretty standard three-one uh, win away from home uh, from Man City. Uh, the Man City uh, players turned up in cardigans, which Joe Cole uh, called unacceptable uh, on the television. Now. Joe Cole's a man who has, on occasion, worn some pretty outlandish stuff. He, he's 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 not necessarily. A, I mean, he's not a Jackamo man. I nearly said. I mean, he's tiny. He's not going to be a Jackamo man. He's going to be nowhere near a Jackamo size. <laughs> uh, but he he'll wear some odd, like odd, weird stuff every now and again. The Man City Club shop does have a lot of strange things in it, but I don't think this is anywhere near the strangest. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's very Marks and Spencers, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like Man City, the Man City Club shop doesn't actually have the rights to Man City merchandise. <laughs> so, so they're like, good. okay, so, well, here's a blazer. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, so it's a thick sort of cardigan, sort of preppy kind of like American sort of sports style sort of um, sort of jacket. Yeah, so and it's like a there's... Letterman badge is what they call it, yeah. Yeah, and then so yeah. they, but they've got their numbers and their names on the back as if it's a football jersey. Um, Kyle Walker's had, I, I think, just had an S on the back backwards instead of a his, his number. I, it was very confusing. No, no, it didn't. Pete, that, that's a two. Is it? I did. That, but the font doesn't work like that. It doesn't look like a two. I'm looking at it now. It doesn't look like a two. Greenish has got a number ten. Let's have a look. So Kyle Walker turns around. That doesn't look like a two. That does not pass as a two. It's like they've turned an S the, the wrong way around. You know what? You're, you're right. You're right. But it, but it's a it bad is, two. It's a bad two a bad for two. bad men. It's a bad <laughs> two for bad men. I mean, I guess the, the most atrocious thing, I would kind of like be okay with the... With, I'm, I've, I've, I've come right round on Joe Cole's comment. I'm, I'm back in the, on board with what he says. Um, I'm fine with the numbering and the letters on the front. It's the it's the weird kind of captain's armband uh, yeah, on, the, on that's, the Manchester City yeah, on agreed. the arm. 
Yeah. Agreed. Um, do you remember, of course you remember, because it's your club and it was hilarious, but mm. do you remember when Chancel and Bemba and Tovan, oh, I think, the... rocked up in um, Tuxedo? Sorry, Tovan, yes. They rocked yeah. up in uh, in kind of like they were croupiers, weren't they? They sort of yeah. dressed up. And and that upset, weirdly, a few people. I mean, it, it, it is so it one upset, of those things. It upset Alan Shearer. And Alan Shearer, said, Alan Shearer said, if I was still at the club, I would fight them. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you fight someone? Well, you're paying, a, you're paying a dry, clean, dry cleaning bill, aren't you? Because that, that sort of thing's really expensive. I would say, like, it's fine turning up with a dinner jacket, but it is, like, they weren't playing very well at that point. No. Um, it is it's a bit like turning up for work experience with the only suit that you've got and it's usually like a funeral suit or something it's like it's 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 not right it wasn't a great look but I mean they looked amazing but it wasn't a great look yeah I suppose it's if you're wearing a tux and you have access to other suits you are taking the piss yes yeah that's that's true so I suppose I can can kind of I'm coming around to Sheeran actually. Yeah, I want to fight them. <laughs> I want to fight them as well. We'll all fight yeah. them. Um, so um, Jack Greenish started this football match um, as as he generally does uh, away against a, a Swiss um, um, 4G pitched minnow. Um, Pep said he wasn't worried about Greenish's ability to get back into the Man City team. Uh, he said he has to fight his mates and brothers to play your enemies during the week and then brothers during games. But that like surely, <laughs> but like surely, you're also enemies during games as well because they're on the the bench, they're in the stadium. They could replace you at any moment if you play badly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, it mm. feels weird that like, I, I, and I, I understand um, it's probably why Pep is where he is in mm. not just in the current game, but also you know historically regarded as one of the greatest coaches we've had, but. Mm. You know, it's funny how he does this with players. He just goes hot and cold. You'd be annoyed. You'd be livid if you were dating Pep, wouldn't you? You wouldn't know what to think. Because it was only last season that Grealish was starting pretty much every game and Phil Foden was the one who was on the bench. And we were like, oh, God. You know, I suppose from an England perspective, we were like, oh, that's a bit annoying. Phil Foden's one of the most exciting young players um, that we have. It'd be great to have him get minutes. And then suddenly it's just flipped around. And now Grealish Mm. is the one... Not really getting in. Foden is one, you know, giving the keys to the castle for now. Mm. Um, and I suppose, you know, it keeps them guessing. It's probably, it probably brings the best out of them. But yeah, it, it must be very confusing being Jack Grealish, considering how prominent a part he played in the treble, not least the celebrations of the treble, but also getting there <laughs> in the first place. He certainly, uh, he certainly kept his end of the bargain up uh, in, in the celebrations at post-season. Yeah, it, 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 is, it, it is a little bit, Pep's like, um, I've seen that TikTok trend where it's like, um, always keep him guessing. So you like be walking through a door and then you eat the door and it's like, oh, well, I didn't expect yeah. to eat the door. And then he just, and then he goes to pick up the door again and it's a, it's a shoe. And it's like, all of the stuff is like, he does all of the, st- he does exactly what you're not really expecting him to do with the play set that he's got. But what a play set uh, to play with. I mean, I, it, it must be so nice to have that kind of quandary to bring Jack Grealish, one of the most talented uh, English uh, midfielders uh, forwards to, uh, to, to play the game uh, and just, you know, play with his emotions. Yeah, do you think this ends with us finding out at the end of the season that Kevin De Bruyne was actually cake? Yes, yeah, it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Is it cake? Is it cake? Anyway, um, I think we uh, best get out of here. Uh, we've had um, a, a wonderful time this evening. Doing <laughs> <laughs> and we've had a, a slightly less good time doing a little Ramble Reacts. Thank you very much uh, for listening uh, to the show. Uh, Marcus, 
Andy, Jim and Vish will be back on Friday uh, on the Football Ramble. Am I not on this? I, I don't really check the calendar. Um, sometimes yeah, I'll turn why would up. You? Why would sometimes you? I just, sometimes <laughs> I just turn up and I'm not invited. I come with my best cardigan with Donaldson 9 written on the back. Donaldson S. So I've got Friday morning off. Good news. I've got work to do. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And remember to subscribe on your podcast app. We've been at the Football Ramble. We've been Pete and uh, Vish. Uh, Vish, have you spotted our little um, adverts on the London Tube? Very London-centric, this, but have you seen our little adverts on the Tube? No, I haven't, but my brother saw one today and sent it to me, and it was so blurry I couldn't tell what it was. So that's, that's the only thing I've saw. He took pictures of people on the Tube. <laughs> He's a wrong one. Anyway, finish here. This has been the Mobile Ramble React. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. We love you very much. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.